well, you I understand keep back. Right. But it's the way that I feel mm. when I'm with you, that I feel like myself, yes. that I feel comfortable and I don't need anything. I don't need yes. to drink a glass of wine or anything else yeah. to make me feel genuine and comfortable yeah. when I'm with you. And, and that is priceless. This is Atypical Parenting, the podcast for parents and caregivers for those on the autistic spectrum. My name is Dawn Tree and I'm a psychiatric nurse practitioner, but more importantly, I'm the mother of a 32-year-old adult autistic son. Each week, along with special guests, I hope to bring you relevant information and lots of encouragement as we walk this journey together. Welcome to Atypical Parenting. Today we're talking about friendship and I am very lucky today to have my friend, my very best friend, Debbie Marinucci. She's a school counselor working with school-age kids fourth and fifth grade, which is challenging, I imagine. It's lovely. It's a distraction. Yeah. And it's it's challenging, but in a great way. So we've been friends since the fourth grade and so we have all that history. We were best friends. As soon as we met, we got very close and we went through all of our teenage years together and got into whole bunches of adventures. Then, strangely enough, I had a son who was on the spectrum and then, I don't know how many years later, six or seven, Debbie also had a son who is spectruming and because of that, we it deepened our friendship. Yeah, I would Although, say. I don't even know, like our friendship was so close, I can't even imagine that it got deeper, but it did. Yeah, I can't, I don't know that it would have, that for us, it would have not worked, but maybe. But I think having the acceptance, I think acceptance is a good word of each other Mm -hmm. and each other's kids and not taking their behavior personally and even loving them because I love you. I love your kids regardless, Right. right? And I mean, for you, for me, looking at you and your son, you know, I had the privilege of being there when he was born. Yes, and you were. <laughs> that was, oh, you know, how old were we? Oh my God, 19. Like, 19, 19 years old, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that was life-changing. I'm, I'm actually I thought, getting chills right I thought now. I was an adult. Oh God, we thought we were grown. <laughs> right, we were grown. We were totally grown, and I was pushing a nine-pound oh, baby. Oh God, until he came home and he wouldn't eat. And, uh, then we had, and then we weren't grown anymore. We were oh, calling God, mom. I was calling my mom, mom, the one weekend she decides to go away is the weekend I bring my newborn son home at an, as a 19 year old single mother and he won't breastfeed and I have no idea what to do. oh gosh yeah so right horrible. there right yeah. there right that was like, a great bonding it was good experience. it was lovely thank you for uh, like giving me the privilege of seeing life coming in <laughs> into this world because that was forever burned into yeah. the, my uh, corneas but no like right horrible. there like I loved him right away yeah I loved him before he was born yeah. right? so his uniqueness yeah at first it was like he's so smart yeah he knows exactly what he wants yeah he's so determined right like all of this great stuff there and then it was like hmm wait a minute (laughs) but uh, there were like uh, you know there were very few times when he was very young that I might have thought 
this is what you should be doing. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't think I ever said it, though. Well, I mean, I think, you know, when you're a young person and you don't have any children yourself, it's very... I mean, I can't imagine there's any human in the world who wouldn't judge to some degree. Right. And I was in a good school. You know, I yeah, was studying child was. development. Yes, exactly. So yeah. I knew everything. Yeah. But you were helpful, you know, the things you did. I do like that I can be my authentic self without any kind of concern that you're going to be judgmental or like not get me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I appreciate that. We grew up together, right? Like we have yeah. to share, we share a lot of mannerisms because of the history we have. That's true. I mean, I spent more time with you than anybody else in my entire world other than my parents, maybe. Yeah, no, that's true. We did grow up. We grew up, right? 10 together. years old and we yeah. were inseparable through high yeah. school until, you know, we yeah, sort of I, had our own things for a while, but. I don't know what it was. Yours is the only place that I would spend the night at. Yeah. Like I'm not, <laughs> and I, and certainly. I'm I laughing about because well, Debbie, I mean, Debbie loved to sleep in late. She was like the notoriously late teenage sleeper. And I lived in a trailer. And so the kitchen was, directly behind my bedroom and so my mother loved I have no idea why she loved to put the dishes away you know like six o'clock in the morning on a Saturday my husband does that now Oh, well, it must be a go. grown yeah. thing. But, yeah. yeah, there was all kinds of noise oh, there. Oh, my God. But noise. I wouldn't sleep at anyone else's house. Yeah. Unless you were with me. Well, that's, yeah. If you were there. But, Even like, then, it wasn't There was common. a immediate comfort, Yeah, I think. And I'm not sure where that I don't came. either. But there, well, I think because, you know, when we met, it was in the fourth grade. And Debbie was sitting. I don't know. She didn't have anybody sitting. The desks were facing each other. And she didn't have a partner. And so. I started school late that school year and when I came in they were like oh just go sit there and somehow we just clicked and that was it time. right because yeah. I didn't have any friends I I was new the year before yeah. and uh, I had moved and that was really difficult for me to move and I didn't really make any friends kind of but not really <laughs> right and so there was a spot there and you needed a friend I think we both yes we just right? sort of yes because I was coming in I didn't know anybody I had just gone just oh I was in a different school that was a fiasco and I was like and you're friendly I I yeah I'm pretty friendly you're in fact to this day when I want to be friendly mm. I say what would Dawn do <laughs> but you know what's funny is like my friend I have this friendly streak but I also have this really reclusive streak and that's the thing about you that I you know I'm sure like Debbie tells a story about like when I would come sleep over your house right like, right I would bring my book Oh, yeah. Oh, God. And In the I tub. Would, <laughs> I would say, I'm going to take a bath. <laughs> and her ass were having a sleepover. And I'm like, you know what? I've had enough of your ass. And I need a little alone time. Yes. So I'm going to take this book and go read in the bathtub for an hour. And you were like, that's weird. But you were but like, all right, it. whatever, all right? right? Have like, at it. You did have a really good bathtub, though. And it was a great bathroom. And I was in the I was in a trailer, so my bathtub was pretty right. like compact. It was a really nice. We had the master. I had the master bath. Yeah, that there, was great. So it was really. You did nice. have a good tub. I mean, I yeah. took advantage. It's true. Yeah, and it was weird, but all right. So I, yeah, cares. so we were both weird. Maybe that's why. Maybe we, we were both weird. We just didn't know it. I mean, I yeah. knew I was weird all along. I kind of. I don't know. I tried to mask my weirdness a lot. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't. And, the, and you know, it's so funny because, right, it, this just clicked in my brain. Now we've been doing this a long time. We've been having this conversation longer than <laughs> Just so that you all know. know that we this is our third take. 
the non-judgmentalness, and I will I will put this out there for you and your fans. Okay. Yes, All right. Yes. I, I don't openly share My this. loyal fans. Yes. So when I was a kid, I was clinically depressed. I was actively suicidal. I was hospitalized. And you came to visit me. I did. And you never said, like, there were other people who said, what is wrong with you? Oh. You have a good life. Oh. Why are you, right? Oh. And, like, I spent my birthday in there. You bought me a, you brought me a birthday gift. What and did you I bring were, you? It was a belt because it was the 80s. It was a, it was two thin, oh. like, leather belts. Oh. They were, like, blue leather belts. <laughs> that but the psych ward was like, no, was like, no, no, no sorry, no. <laughs> keep those at home but you like right right maybe like right, like you did even my own mother was embarrassed well, it was interesting me. you know that the memories i have of that it was like your mother called me one day and she said i need to tell you something about you. and i was like what like what why are you <laughs> How calling weird me is that, right? right like why are you calling me and so she said well debbie's in the hospital i said oh my gosh is she okay and she said yeah she's okay and I was like, well, why is she in the hospital? So and she was like, oh, well, you know, she wasn't feeling like she was super. She vague. didn't tell anybody. No, she anything. was super vague about all of it. And I was like, um, well, she's in the hospital. I need to go there. Oh. And your mother was like, oh, I don't. And I was like, yeah, yeah. When are you going? Right. Your poor mother was probably just totally taken aback. It was nice of her to call me. though. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised that because she didn't tell anybody. Right. Anything. Well, I mean, you know, you and I were on the phone morning, noon, and night, right. so she probably... Or you were probably calling. I probably right? was. You were probably like, calling, she was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> but, like, like, so right now when I think of that, like, not many... That was eighth grade. Mm. Like, you're 12, 13, mm. like, 12-year-old. Mm. Like, that's a lot. Mm. I, don't, but, I mean, I don't even know. It, like, it didn't seem... I just went to the hospital. You were sick, and I right. needed to go visit you, and that's all I thought. I didn't really... I mean, we got in there, and then it was... You were like, oh, look at that boy. Isn't he cute? Right? Oh, God, like, it yes. Was just, it was great. It was... I, I don't know. It just didn't seem weird. It seemed just like something. You know, you weren't, weren't feeling well. Right. You go to the hospital when you're not feeling well. But you were there. Like, I don't yeah. know. And so I think that, like, is... That's our friendship. You just do. Like, this is what my friend needs. Right. I'm going to do it. Right? Right. And, right. And Absolutely. Like, yes. your kid is struggling. All right. Right. Who, who cares? Right. I'm not going to, like, say what's going going on and why is that happening and what's that's so weird and that's horrible and what's wrong with him or mm -hmm. right like I, I just think that level of this is who we are this is who our kids are mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think like you said at some point like love it or leave it right it's, yes it's, yes it's, yes yes and that's why you know neither one of us have a whole lot of other friends because a lot of people cannot relate to the kind of lives that we live with the children that we have. And they can't deal with it. Because of that, they want to fix. There's this uh, idea that you need to fix everything, right? Uh -huh. Like, And I think that uh -huh. people would either talk, mm -hmm. and people probably are talking about me and my kid, you and your kid, and, <laughs> right? Like, what are they doing? What I guess they... at this point in my life, you're right. But I just, I spend zero time thinking about that anymore. But you're right. I'm sure that they do. But you would know it if they tried to be your friend. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, you would yeah, yeah. know it. And so that gets in the way. And that's just nonsense. And nobody really needs that. So I think, like, the value in our friendship is that non-judgmental 
attitude that we have. Like, honestly, because sometimes, like, this is going to sound really bad, but I hope people understand what I'm saying. But you and I, in a lot of ways, are almost the same person. Right. Like I feel like anything that happens to you is happening to me. Right. If somebody's going to shit about you. Oh, they're talking about me. Oh, yeah. Right. Like if somebody's going to judge your kid, they're judging my kid. Yeah, no, don't do that. Right. So I feel like we have that kind of bond that made it. I don't know. Easier, better. Right. I mean, like people still don't know if I'm Dawn or Debbie. (laughs) Right. I mean, there are still people who don't know. Which Who's one I it? am? Right. Well, you know, right back at you, so. and that's okay. Like yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. It's, yeah. it's true. But yeah, like I. <laughs> well, you know, when you're two people named Dawn and Debbie, and you're always, and you're together, always together. You know, I mean, it's, it's hard for people. Yeah, Dawn and Debbie are coming. Right. <laughs> Where's Dawn and Debbie? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and that's a struggle for other people. That's been hard. Our relationship yes. has been hard for other people yes. to well, understand it's and to accept. Right. And so that's right. Well, I think, also. you know, other people who we've developed friendships with, I think they very quickly realize that there's something special here that they're not involved in. And for some people, that's really hard. Yeah, and I get that. Right? Like, you have a friend. Like, I'm thinking of this one friend that you have, and she comes to your house sometimes, and she's great. Yes. She's hysterical and wonderful and special and all of yes. the things. And yet, like, you can see that she knows that this is not something. Right. It's not the same. No, right? Right. And that's okay. Yeah. And not all friendships are, right? Like, and but a lot of people can't handle it. They can't, but they don't. That's what I teach my students. Mm. Friendship circles and layers of friendships. Yes. And people come in and they come out and they, sometimes you feel really, really close to this person and sometimes you don't feel so close to that person. So like we've had times where we've been really, really close. And we've got times when we haven't spoken for a year. Right. And that's right. okay. Like, and I don't know that we ever want a year. Well, six months. Okay, yes. Yeah, right. Months, and yeah. where it comes and goes and, then we're and also it's okay. Yes. Yeah, and that's okay. And that's, that's okay. okay. And that's not okay for everybody. No. But don't you think, like, you know, as far as finding quality friendships, like, if you have a person who does not understand that you don't have the capacity, the energy, the resources to be that involved friend at whatever point in time, if they are not able to understand that and love you anyway, like, do you really want that person as your friend? As a certain type of friend, perhaps. Perhaps. But, like, perhaps at, at a different level. Right. At a different, if I'm having a, if I'm having a big party, yeah. I will invite you. Yeah, that's true. If I'm yeah. having a dinner party and yeah. I'm only inviting one person. It's not you. It's right. <laughs> Right, like that you're not my Right, like first if you're included choice. in a group, I'm happy to call you my friend and have a drink with right. you, right? But yeah. So, so that's, and friendships are tricky like that. Yeah, ours isn't tricky. It's just no. natural. It just yeah. falls into. Yeah. I think having a friend, we were talking about this earlier, but I think having a friend who has gone through a similar journey, like that makes a huge difference in this whole thing. Because when you're parenting someone on the spectrum, You know, everybody out here knows that there are moments in time where it's just not pleasant. Right. And it's overwhelming and it takes Mm. everything that you have. Right. So when you're in the midst of that and then you have a, quote, friend who doesn't get it, like that's just more bullshit piled on top of your already horrible day. And how do you know? I mean, it's funny because like, okay, I've just... Put everything. I've got nothing left, right? My kid is exhausting. We're having a week, a month, a year. Right. Right. We're, we're in the midst of it. And sometimes I need a friend to say, bitch, you're coming out. Right. Right. But sometimes right. I need that. 
Yeah. And then sometimes I need a friend to say, I'm coming over. Well, I think, you know, I think that's the thing too. Like it's a fine line between knowing when to, you know, sort of force yourself on somebody because you see they're struggling and you really know that they need a little support versus like trying to force yourself on somebody. And then, them. I mean, actually, no, I don't and I can't and I won't. And knowing to say like, okay. I love you anyway. Right, right. Because whose need are you trying to fulfill? Oh, God, yeah. Right, like, yeah, is it well, me or is it... That's a good point. Is it like, you? Really Am I here for you? Yes, you have to sometimes evaluate your intention. Right, right. Or am right? I here for me? Because if right. I'm here for me, that's not going to work. Right. But if I'm here for you, then whatever you need at this moment... Mm-hmm. We're going to do that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Right. But yeah. it's so nice when I'm having those moments, those days, those weeks, those months, mm-hmm. those years, whether it's as a parent or as a wife or just as a human being, because there are difficult times, right? That's yeah. life. Life gets fucking hard. Yes. And whenever life is hard, no matter what is the source of the hardness in my life, I always feel better after I've spent time with oh, you. Oh, that's so nice. Like, I feel the same way. I do. I feel like you spending time with you is like an oasis in the midst of a fucking dry desert. Right. You know? And and most of the time we don't talk about the thing. No. Sometimes. Like, sometimes when it's also when it's a little more um, detached. You know what I really like is that our struggles don't often correspond in time, right? right? Like when I'm going something through something, a lot of times you're in a fairly decent place and you're like able to be supportive and you know right, right. help me out and vice versa like when you're struggling I'm in a decent place and right like it's nice that's kind of how it is yeah and I like you know like you said earlier hours ago now right like <laughs> if you need a certain type of support get a therapist oh god right yeah. like that's yeah, yeah, not yeah. what your friend is, yeah. is for no. and there have been maybe I would think honestly I think maybe once uh-huh. one time in 30 uh-huh two years that you called me and said, I need you. I think that wasn't that long ago. Was it? The time I'm thinking of was a while was was longer ago. When when it was a parenting thing and you were like, I fucking need someone. Oh, I don't remember. Well I remember. <laughs> right? But because we don't do yeah. that no, no, necessarily. No. There well, have yeah. been times when I've shown up here and I see you and I burst out in tears yeah. because you're my safe person. Yes. And I just can't, right? Like, there's no one else I would do that with. Right. But we don't use each other as therapists. As a, oh my God, you need to help, right? Right. And, and when we did, when I asked you to see my son, mm-hmm. I felt that was inappropriate. Ah, uh, you felt like you were imposing? I felt like that is not our relationship. Right. Well, and, that's, that's a little tricky, yeah. And I thought it was inappropriate for him because mm-hmm. he doesn't have a lot of people. Uh-huh. And so oh, you don't need to know all of his yeah. struggles in that way. Yeah. You can just hear a bitch about Actually, him. Actually, it was kind of nice, though, because I got to know him a little better. It was nice. It's right. Nice but you're my friend. I know. Right? You're like, jealous? I, yeah. <laughs> but, like, right? Like, well, right, yeah. I need you to, to hear me bitch about him. Well, I need to be on your side. Right. Yeah, and yeah, say, yeah. oh, yeah, what a little ass. Right? Not, oh, well, you know, he's really struggling with his anxiety but, right now. But, you know, it is true that we appreciate the fact that we love each other's children. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Because not many people do. No. And, and I said, when you invited him on vacation uh-huh. in the midst of... A really hard year. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, you were the second person to invite him that year. Uh-huh. The first, it must have been all over us that we were struggling. Uh-huh. And there's just three of us, right? Yeah. It's me, my husband, and my son. That's really 
And so one of our neighbors invited him to go camping. Oh. And that doesn't right, so I thought, oh, are you kidding me? And <laughs> that they don't really know him and their expectations yeah. for behavior are very different. Right. And like it was nice. Right. It was thoughtful. <laughs> but it was well, not I don't think they meaningful. Had, I don't think they had any idea no, what they were asking. No, but when you said, hey Nick, come with us and I knew that he would be safe yes. and accepted yes. and loved and taken care of. Yes. Whereas if he was with anyone else, yeah. I right. wouldn't have been surprised if I got a call two hours into the trip. Like, come get your <laughs> kid. Right? So. We had a great time. Yeah. And he still talks about it. Does he? Like he still talks yeah. about. Well, what was really nice on that vacation was we brought divorce and remarried and my stepchildren came and they were, they're about the same age as Nick. And I don't remember if Sean came, but they all spent time together and then Nick had the freedom to come and go when he like you know obviously all that social interaction is not his thing on the spectrum like it's typical and so like I knew that he could come and go but those pockets of moments where they had these like typical kid interactions it was so much fun it was it was so nice to see because I knew he didn't have that kind of thing and that's what's been nice also about like being friends with you and your family Mm -hmm. and your kids and your stepkids Mm -hmm. and right like they well i think they take the lead nick i think they they take the adults lead right and that's the thing your people's kids will take the adults lead if you're raising your kids and you say listen hey billy bob's coming over and you know him he's in your school he's got some you know struggles and he has a hard time Distracting, and so just be really mindful to be kind. Be kind. Right? And if, if that parent sees their kids not being kind, they're going to immediately intervene, right? Like, the kids take the cue from the parents. Yeah, I don't, but, and that didn't happen always. It didn't though. happen and ever. That didn't happen with other people who no, were... No, even in places like the church where you would think, like, oh, these are good mm-hmm. people raising good children. And that's not... I'm not saying they're not. But even those people looked down on us. They judged us. They, they, it was the They judgment. just didn't know conception of the struggles we had or that his nervous system was dysregulated, <laughs> right. right? Like, it, right. they saw it through this small lens... And it just was a very judgmental Right, and that's... And And that's And even people that I thought I knew well. Yeah. Their kids were not kind to my No, exactly. And your kids were. Oh. Right, like, and your your stepkids were, and your daughter defended him. Yeah. In a time when he needed someone to defend him, right? Like, like that is just so powerful to me. I don't know. I mean, I'd like to take credit for that and say, well, that's the kind of person I am. I'm kind and I don't tolerate that in my life. But, you know, I think having a son on the spectrum, like you see how much they struggle and how they are frequently bullied or excluded or, you know, judged or whatever else. And it makes you realize like, that's bullshit. And th- these are small things that we can do to make that right. person's life better. And maybe it's just an awareness mm. of it. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, I work with kids and generally kids aren't really apples. Right? Uh, like, they're generally... <laughs> and I work with needy kids, no, right? Like, I mean, one-on-one on one, one on one kids are generally... But they're, they're not intentional with their harm a lot of times. A lot of times, absolutely. Right. They don't realize what they're saying, what they're doing, mm-hmm. the way that they're behavior affects somebody right. else yeah, right yeah, i right. mean a, yes. a lot of adults aren't aware of the way that that's their true. behavior that's true affects 
other right. people. And uh, So I'd say like when you're looking for a friend, you want to look for a friend who's inherently kind and aware of your struggle because that's going to help the relationships that your son has with their children. Right. I mean, I wouldn't expect that their kids are going to be friends <laughs> no. or whatever, but like you do need a friend who teaches their children to be kind to people who struggle. Right. Right. And to, but also to, I don't know, like I'm, it's so funny. I'm just thinking of this thing that I'm like this problem I'm working on with, with my students and, you know, and they keep saying, well, he, this other kid has a disability. So this kid's kind of acting, the other kid is acting like a jerk. And they're like, well, he's got a disability. Well, that doesn't excuse his, his jerking it either, right? And so right, you have yes. to call out yes. when it's appropriate. And I feel like, I think that appropriately, I don't know. I, I feel like I would trust my son with you. Oh, and, uh, and vice versa. And I did like, you know, when I was really sick, I said, Nick, you're going to go with the oh. <laughs> Like right, he, no, this, you course. were his people. You yes. were the, and my family yes. and my husband, you're going right. to, you know, even right. I'm still like, I'm on the cusp, right? Like, uh, like if something happens to me, you're taking them out for dinner. Oh God. Right? Uh, like, oh, yes, absolutely. Nobody else is going to do that. And I wouldn't expect anyone else right. to do that. Right. I, I guess that's. But you know, I, I think the older I get, the more I think about this, but like the value of having one friend who is as close as we are like it's immensely valuable and yet if something happens to one of us like we're both oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah right like so then i think like what kind of doubt are you that you haven't nurtured other friendships in your life oh i can't it's hard it's hard i know it's It's hard. hard i think maybe because we have the history and it's a good history yeah right overall it's good yeah. and and we've had struggles and that's what creates a relationship and a mm-hmm. strong relationship and it's I interesting was, to me though that like even through all of that like you were still my person you know like you were still when i needed i didn't have when you're raising a kid on the spectrum life in your house is like a crazy zoo sometimes and you don't know what the animals are going to be doing at any given time and so you don't invite people to your house but you were the person that i could invite to my house and i wanted to come to your house yeah and i wanted to (laughs) you're the bible verses like no but i wanted to be a part of your family yeah i wanted to be your kid's auntie yeah right like that was my picture and so i wanted yeah. I wanted that. And yeah. and so I didn't really realize until my own son came along mm. really what your struggles were. Mm. Because you just see this the snapshot. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really realize the, the depth of how it takes over your entire mm. life. For me, how I spent a large part of my time just trying to fix, mm. in quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Right? Yeah, my yeah. Kid. Well, we both fell into that trap. For many and years. How I felt like I wasn't good enough. Yeah. Yeah. If only I were a better parent. Right. Yes. I would be able to fix this kid. Oh God, yeah. And then that is isolating. Oh. That makes you not and not even if up even if it's not coming from other people, mm-hmm. I carried that with me, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be in the grocery store yes. and my kid would have a fit. And I right. I was You're more embarrassed right? yes. than I was able to focus on his needs. Which is really pretty sh- and yet, like, you got to cut yourself some slack because you're human and you only know what you know. Right. And when you're raising when we were raising kids back then in the 90s and 2000s, like 
They didn't have resources. There wasn't Instagram with all these people telling you how to co-regulate and all these right. kinds of things that we know about now. Like, nobody knew. There were no headphones to you put know, on your kid at the store. Right, or phones no to quiet, Right, there were no quiet hours. There no. were no sensory. We yeah. were going to dim the lights in Walmart no. when we went in. Right. I mean, you know, you uh, there was no understanding. There was only judgment. And, and still today, that is a problem in our society. So I think, you know, just to sort of sum up this whole thing, because we've been talking for a long time, I tell me what is most valuable to you in a friend. This is where I look at everything from, like, what does it give to me? Okay. Well, right. Right. Like, so it's not, I can't say that this is a trait that I value in you, or this is a one trait that I value in you that you keep coming back. Right, like you don't disappear. Well, you stuck with me. Right, well, like you keep coming back no matter how distant I may get at times. Right, well, I understand. Right, but it's the way that I feel Mm. when I'm with you that I feel like myself. That I feel comfortable and I don't need anything. I don't need to drink a glass of wine or anything else to make me feel genuine and comfortable when I'm with you. And and that is priceless. Yes. Oh, to find a friend that you feel like you can be yourself with. That's an amazing thing. Yeah. 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 I'd say that's like a really great barometer for people who are looking for a friend, looking for, you know, if they don't have that friend. Like find somebody who can connect with you and understand your struggles a bit and not judge you, but also someone that you can feel like yourself with. Right. And then that translates to parenting where he can be himself. Oh, right? God, My yes. kid your can, kids? can put his yes. free flag out there to you. Yes. And not only will I not judge, but I will totally full on support that Embrace shit. it. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like, yeah. I, I'm just And saying, it's the same way. It's vice versa, right? My son can yes. be whatever he wants to be and you will be like, wow, that's amazing. It's I amazing. It. And I don't yeah. even, like, I'm you just You don't even say, have to try. Like, that's how you feel genuinely. The, not the last time. Like, when we, he came over in this outfit that was just amazing. And I didn't want to say it to him, right? You didn't I want to bring attention to him. Right, I didn't want to bring really attention to him. But I was just like, it filled me with joy. I'm in, I'm to, in awe. When I see people people who I know struggle socially when I see them just like let themselves be themselves by the way they dress by the way they act by the way they do their hair makeup whatever like when I see people having the bravery the courage to be themselves when I know that that's their struggle like I'm so in awe of that it brings me joy I know it's amazing and like to be that person that you feel comfortable being yourself with is is a gift to me right like that's a gift to me yeah absolutely so that's I guess that's you know a good friendship is when you can be yourself yeah really yourself well I want to thank you because you've just made my life a million times better than it would have been without you so I'm going to do that me too Thank you, everybody, for joining us. I hope you got some value out of this conversation. We could go on for hours and hours. And uh, I think we have. Yeah, we actually. Well, anyhow, I think that, you know, Debbie as a counselor is going to ha- does have a lot of uh, knowledge for us. And I'm going to pick her brain on another topic soon. So she'll be back. Yeah, I'd love to come back, talk about school and just how to navigate the education system oh, a little bit. That's and- a perfect that's that's tough that's a perfect topic yes well thank you so much have a wonderful week everybody until next time thank you for listening today stay updated by following me on instagram at atypical underscore parenting
I also have a link to the show notes on my practice website, aurorahealthyminds.com. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, or leave a review on your podcast platform so that other people like you can get support and encouragement too.